0: Hello Sky friends, and thank you for joining us. I am your host and DM, Scott. At the time of this chapter's release, there are only four days left to enter our birthday giveaway. Details are available after this special message, and we'll be announcing the winners at the start of next week's chapter. And what a special chapter it'll be. I'm joining you here to let you know that this is the penultimate chapter of Seasons of Skyrend book one, which means the winners will be announced with our finale. Don't worry, book two is already well into production. After the finale, we'll be taking a week off to prepare a special interlude chapter for you. Although it's set in the same world, everyone will be taking on new roles for a D&D-based minigame called The Glamour. We'll take one more week off after that before jumping right into book two with our usual characters. There are a lot of preparations that need to be made, and we want to get it right. None of this would be possible without the amazing support of our wonderful fans, our terrific cast, and the tireless efforts of those supporting us behind the scenes. Many more thanks are due, but for now, I'll let you get on with the rest of the story. Thank you. Hello, Sky friends, and thank you for joining us. I am your host and DM, Scott. As of March 13th, Seasons of Skyrend has officially hit the one-year mark. In that time, our chapters have been downloaded thousands of times, and I have met hundreds of you through Twitter, Facebook, and more. This has been an amazing journey, and I hope that we can keep telling our stories for all of you out there. But since it is our podcast birthday, We feel like celebrating. Birthdays mean presents, and we want to spread the joy around. We have presents for you, but we'd like to ask for something in return first. After all, it is our birthday. And as much as we'd love to give something to all of our fans, our resources just won't allow it. So, we're doing this as a giveaway. Here's how you can enter. First, go to iTunes and leave us a rating and review. It doesn't have to be five stars, but we would certainly appreciate it. Then, take a picture of your review and share it on Twitter by tagging us at SkyrendPodcast and using the hashtag Skyrend18. That's hashtag S-K-Y-R-E-N-D-1-8. And that's it. You're in the running. We will then take all of that positive energy and turn it into physical goodies for some lucky fans out there. We've ordered some more custom Seasons of Skyren dice trays from NightshadeCreations.com for you to enjoy. If you go to their website and look at the Dish of Shame, that should give you a good idea. Ours have been custom made with our name on the front and the logo from Book 1 on the back. We also have some new dice sets that we want to give away. You have until April 30th, 2018 to enter. On May 1st, we'll have to close off the submission so that we can pick some winners. Winners will receive either a custom Seasons of Skyrim dice tray or a set of dice blessed with some of my DM magic. Which brings us to our next point, winner selection. I guarantee that we will give away at least one dice tray and at least one set of dice, no matter how many people enter. That's two winners right there. If we get at least 25 entries, we'll give away another dice tray and set of dice. If we make it to 50, another dice tray, another set of dice. If somehow... You wonderful people push us up to 100 entries. We will give away all four dice trays and all four sets of dice. And you'll make me weep sweet tears of joy. So again, you have until April 30th, 2018 to send us a screenshot of your iTunes rating and review on Twitter with the hashtag SkyRand18 and tagging us at Podcast to enter the Seasons of SkyRand birthday giveaway. This first year has been Amazing and it was made possible by all of the wonderful support we've received. Thank you. And now, please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. The seasons of Skyrim, a custom fifth edition D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore the world around them. I am your host and DM, Scott.
1: Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Grey or Grey the Great to my fans. I am a half-elf bard.
2: Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale, the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III.
3: Hi, my name is Nate. I play Grimm, the Human Monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons
0: of Skyrend. Carving out your own justice in this world comes at a price. For some, that cost is paid with blood. For others, with words. Change casts waves into the world which must be negotiated. And with valance out of the way, someone has to set the course. Count Valance is dead, and the denouement have claimed responsibility. The news and the panic spread like wildfire through the city. It's still early in the morning, the day after the assassination, and everybody is still asleep or passed out from yesterday's activities and ensuing celebration. When an elderly couple, accompanied by a child, eight or nine, wakes you up, they introduce themselves as... Mabel and James Ordone. These are Count Valance's bookkeepers. Nice. <laughs> Although he does get to set laws and uh, set the city into motion, there are people behind him to make sure that that's actually feasibly possible. And unfortunately for them, the three of you and countless members of the West Side Rabble have disrupted that.
2: <laughs> Who wakes up first?
0: When they come knocking.
2: I'm probably the lightest sleeper of the group, because I don't want anybody to see me in my natural form, so let's say it's me. Okay. They come knocking, and yeah. I, I you know, shift into Kara and open the door.
0: Yeah. Mabel and James stand there. They are humans. They are in their 50s or 60s. And this boy, this boy, Seth, just seems to be carrying bunches of rolls of paper and writing implements. Good morning. I know you had a very busy night, but we need to have a very busy morning as well. I don't know how long you all intend to stay in control, we're pretty sure it's not going to be long anyways, but we'd rather the city doesn't fall apart until the army gets here. So if you would be so kind as to join us in the main hall, we can get the matters of the city taken care of and ensure that when the army does come, the city will be running well after you're all taken
2: care of. (laughs) Cool. I take this information, and I say, we'll meet you all down in the main hall in just a few moments, and then I wake up my
0: companions. Excellent. So basically, Count Valance's bookkeeper is telling you that they would like to keep business going until you're all horribly murdered or captured by the guards. By the army. Not the guards. And that you all have work to do if you want that to be the case. Or you could let the city fall into ruins. Sorry, disarray. I shouldn't say ruins. that's, That's not the goal. So, what are you all bringing down to the main hall? This early morning meeting. The sun is not yet up.
2: I want to clearly look like muscle, so I'm not even wearing my traditional, like, bar winch attire. I'm in my full armor with all of my weapons.
1: I'm definitely wearing my armor as well. And I just I have it. Little...
3: Okay. I'm wearing my usual no armor, but I'll bring my sword. Mm, nice. <laughs> okay. As you get to the main hall,
0: this room has an expansive wooden table all one solid piece of a giant tree cut down probably decades if not centuries ago there's a fireplace on the side wall small fire burning and there's water set out at the table for the three of you this is not a fancy breakfast this is a business meeting and seated at one side along one of the long sides of the table are Mabel and James and their child Seth
1: this
0: they're Count Valance's bookkeepers, basically. They're the ones who actually make sure that when Count Valence gives an order that the city can afford to carry it out. And uh, make sure that important people in the city are on board.
3: There are bookkeepers now, but they've implied that once the army gets here... It won't be for very long. Right. Well, you guys just assassinated somebody, so yeah. So yeah, I
0: guess. So, you assassinated a member of the royal family. They are fairly certain that an army will be coming for you. Probably, but right.
1: Okay. So what can we do for you guys before we ostensibly die horribly? <laughs> so It's a morning like nobody fed me breakfast. I'm like,
0: oh, right. I'm just, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Maybe we'll tell you. It's less what you can do for us and more what you can do for the city and potentially for yourselves, although I doubt they'll show much leniency when they get here. Fairly certain you'll all be put to the sword, but in the meantime, things in Karami are unwell. You may have noticed a bit of a disturbance yesterday. She just like looks at the three of you. Anyways. There are a number of groups in the city that need to stay on board, at least for the time being, either with your rule or with the situation, until things go back to the way they were. Uh, If we lost the support of any one of these, it would just mean more work for us in the long run. And potentially people getting hurt, people leaving, people going broke, you know, the likes. Okay?
4: Okay.
1: I mean... You'll have to explain exactly what you mean by all of that. I'm, but
4: I am getting. But there. I do.
1: But I understand the words that you're saying.
0: Good. That's a start. Does everybody understand the words we are saying?
1: Oh my God. I Just think
3: continue. so. What language are we speaking? in? <laughs> uh, common.
1: All that means is I'm not agreeing to what you're saying yet, but I do get what you're saying. That's what I mean. Right? Like I hear you, but okay. without knowing exactly, okay. what you mean, I'm not going to okay. agree to anything
0: fair. First, the bad news. Otherwise, none of the rest of this will make any sense. It would seem during your little rebellion yesterday, a number of those less reputable members of your gangs raided some of our vaults. You've lost a bit of money.
3: What do you mean by a bit? Ah,
0: I mean that you're probably going to have to disappoint somebody. Okay. Okay. Now, there are six groups. Whose continued support are essential if we want Karami to keep running after the army has come back and taken the city.
2: Oh my god! Can mm-hmm. I stab this person? You can. No, please don't.
0: Yeah, if you I want- could,
2: I want all their information. <laughs> okay.
0: Now, of course, time is a factor, so if you can get all of this done by the end of the day, that will minimize the chance of anybody leaving or starting yet another revolt. Or sorry, rebellion, whatever it is you call yourselves. Um, okay. First and foremost would, of course, be the guards. A number of them were tragically lost yesterday. And if they were to leave or rebel, then the city would have no protection. Your best bet there would be a retired colonel, Colonel Faybrook. Next up, of course, we have the nobles, who look after things here on our wonderful east side of the city. And if they leave, then so too does most of the city's income. That would be bad. For them, you can speak to Lord Cobblestone. Mm. Very nice. Very old. But holds a lot of sway here in the city. And if you can convince them to stay, the rest will probably follow suit. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, we need the clergy to stay on our side. I wouldn't recommend going to any individual churches. That would probably show favoritism. What I would recommend is... Speaking to Templar Eveline, she holds a lot of sway with the various religions here in the city. And then, of course, we have the merchants, who are the other half of our wonderful city's income. And you can speak to Lord Sefuentes about that.
1: Do I recognize that
0: name? Oh, yes, you all three recognize that name. Okay. Uh, I believe one of you murdered a Lazaro Sefuentes.
2: I believe that was... Uh... Ander, if I'm not mistaken. Not Ander. Wow, that's an old name. <laughs> <laughs> like Ander? <laughs> that's the name no?
0: in this this Um I don't think that was me. No, I'm pretty sure that was uh, Darvin over here. Oh, hey. Oh, was it the old lady? No, no, no. Ah. Oh, maybe that was. Maybe that was Vale.
1: Was this at Lord Robin's birthday party? <laughs>
0: this was after the birthday party, but yeah. I murdered oh, Lord, Lord Robin. Robin. It, was, it was the fallout of the birthday party. So yeah, I think that was Vale who murdered Lord Sifuentes. But there was more than one Sefuenta, so. If you want to keep the streets clean, lights burning, and water flowing, you'll need to speak to a Mr. Ed Coates. He's in charge of basically the public works. And finally, ooh, this is a person Arnest may have actually heard of. A Yuboa Bay. Yuboa is in charge of the city's educational and magical institutes.
1: You have an I, I don't know that I would have met them.
0: It would have been, like, the superintendent of the Community guards College yeah. here.
1: Like I so you
0: may not have met them, but you may have heard I would, the name. I
1: would know
0: the name. If you keep all six of them happy, the city should be in fine condition for when order is restored. Any questions?
1: Yeah, what is, <laughs> uh, What is keeping these people happy look like? I'm sure it's different for all of them.
0: I'm sure it is. Uh, what does this look like? This means ensuring that they don't leave the city, and that they can convince those they influence to stay and keep up business as usual. That's mostly it. They may have their own thoughts behind how to do that, but that's for you and them to discuss.
1: What am I in the position to offer them, since our money is Mm -hmm. depleted?
0: It's not entirely depleted. Well, Um,
1: but I mean, you know...
0: If we stretched things, we could probably afford to pay all of them off. Might just have to tighten some belts or raise some taxes or uh, cut some services.
2: I have thoughts, but none of which I want to share in front of Okay. through. I mean,
0: if, if you're ready to dismiss the Ordones, they can leave and I can give you a reminder of something.
1: Uh, yeah, they can go. I feel like my life would be easier if we just... Killed them. <laughs> that's not Arnus's thought, that's mm-hmm. the player's thought. Arnis would never consider that. But like
0: this this elderly couple and their child do not control these people. Right. They're simply giving you a helpful heads up yeah. because yeah. they don't want the city to fall into chaos. And they're also very certain that the army's going to be here to murder you. <laughs> or capture you. One of the two. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they really are.
0: Yeah, they're probably right. We should get out of here. I mean, these are basically servants in the royal house, and they don't want change. They don't want to be out on the street, and this is their life. They're securing their life as much as you're securing yours.
1: All right, so they can go. Okay. Like, just, that's fine.
0: Thank you, folks. Seth, the papers. Little boy grabs everything. They head out. And before you start all of your planning, I do want to remind you that you had promised Cash Morale, well, tarnished it. Hand, I a lot of money. Yes, I have. That would definitely change things. Okay.
1: Yep, Yep. it's it's all right here. Literally right under that list what I just wrote.
0: Okay, and now I'm going to give you all some extra fun little ground rules for this. (laughs) Just because I don't want it to be artist goes and persuades everybody.
1: (laughs) Oh, come on. No, I get that. Go
0: ahead. This, This is meeting with older, more established, probably less than helpful people, and it's going to take time. And you need to get as much done by the end of the day as you can. So basically what that's going to boil down to is each of you can meet with someone for the first half of the day, and then you'll have a second meeting in the second half of the day. If you want to accompany one of your party members and assist them, you can, but that means you don't get your own second meeting or first meeting of the day. So like if RnS and Darwin both went to go see Lord Cobblestone representing the nobles, like, if you did that in the morning, then that would mean one less person you got to see in the morning. Okay, that makes sense.
2: Is yeah. there say, anything saying that we have to use those people?
0: No. These are the people that the Ordones recommend because of their influence in their respective groups. So If there's somebody else you'd rather see on behalf of the churches, uh, Priest Diego is still alive, anybody over at Darwin's at Monastery. Uh, if you wanted to go see his dad represent the nobles, I mean, that'd be some nepotism as shit stuff. <laughs> but it would probably also get the job done. The guards, you, you guys don't have enough information on the inner workings and power structure of the guards. Like, Colonel fabric is probably your best bet.
1: Right, like, that that's a person that we're going to
2: have to talk to, not I'm pretty sure. No, not necessarily. We could just put our enton friend in charge of the guard. We promised him and his people the guard anyway. That's true. We could do that.
0: And then uh, the education and the, the magic schools. Anybody that Arnis happens to know over the community college would work. There's your mentor, but then there's any other instructor you want to name. You can just, like, pick someone is out of the
2: mentor dead?
0: Yeah, your original mentor is dead. Yeah,
1: sure.
0: Sorry, if there was one of your instructors... These are the people they recommend. So how this will work out is the first half of the day, each of you can pick one to go talk to. If you want to bring two of these people together... Like, the Tarnished Hand and the Guards, that may be possible. Getting some of these other groups together, less Probably likely. not, yeah. Just because they work in different parts of the city. Yeah. And aren't necessarily friends. So, who wants to talk to who first?
1: Well, first, let's decide. Are there other people that we think we can talk to? For example, like, Darvin, would you be willing to go talk to your dad, or should we avoid him?
3: No, I could talk to my dad. Okay.
1: What's his name again? I don't remember. Lord Grimm. Him. I'm sure Argus like, would uh... remember, but like Oh, doesn't have a first name.
0: Cool, well, I no think first you, name for that guy. I think you've only addressed him as Lord Grimm, or in Darwin's case, dad, or father, or daddy. Um
1: Vale, you seem to have thoughts about
2: people. Do you have thoughts? I have no desire trusting a former captain of the guards with regard
0: our home. He's a retired colonel. Um, Still,
2: colonel in the Royal Army I'm assuming. The Royal Guard. Yeah, not gonna not gonna support us. I don't wanna put someone in charge of the guard that could easily lead a rebellion against us. I'd rather put someone in charge that we know their motivation. Money. Yeah.
1: Okay. Other opinions from anybody? No, just about, like...
0: Who to talk to first. About
1: who to talk to and who to talk to first.
2: We have to cover what categories?
0: There's the guards, the nobles, the churches, the merchants, the public works, and the magic and education. And that does not include your gang friends.
2: So useless.
0: I mean, there's persuasion, and then there's... Persuasion.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um... I feel like
1: convincing the dude to like keep the essentially keep the lights on in the city shouldn't be too difficult. Right? Like public works. It works like it always did. Keep mm-hmm. picking up the trash please. That's that's <laughs> sort of the extent of that meeting.
2: So what you're saying is that's the meeting you're gonna send bail to
1: I don't well I <laughs> maybe unless you have another option. I mean, you can always come with me or Darwin, but
3: but we need to do all of these things, right? The we don't need to get to, get to all of to them all.
1: today, but like we should get to
3: most yeah. of them today. Anything you don't get
0: done today or fail at doing today will have consequences after. Yeah. Gotcha. Because right now, news of Count Valance's assassination is mostly contained within the city. It is going to spread.
1: But I, I feel like if I'm prioritizing things, the guards and the public works are the two biggest things that you need to take care of. Which sounds weird, right? Yeah. But you want order and you want you want the city to keep running as it normally does. Sure, no,
3: that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, Filling potholes.
1: Yeah. Taking
0: out trash, lighting torches.
1: Yeah, all that stuff. You want that to keep going because mm-hmm. that creates a sense of normalcy. The minute that stuff doesn't happen, people start to like freak out and they don't really know why. Says Shannon, not Aramis. <laughs> <laughs> the minute the stuff doesn't happen like it always happens, people will get weird about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Gotta
0: keep those trains running on time.
1: It's true. <laughs> Maybe I'm a weirdo. No, um,
0: I was likening you to Mussolini. Totally Mussolini. Actually, not at all. So, who is going where first? We got three spots for the morning and three spots for the evening.
1: I think I need to talk to the. Can I find a way to bring, like, the guards and our tarnished hand friends together?
0: You can have Cashmerell accompany you to go speak to Colonel Faybrook.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I want to do that. That's
0: a good
2: idea. Vail's going to openly question why you're talking to this former colonel.
1: Well, how do you suggest I talk to
2: the guard? You don't. You put someone new in charge and tell them they either support them or they lose their jobs.
1: Right, but I still have to talk to them somewhere. Through someone or something. So, either I talk to this one point person or I figure out how to get all of the but this guard assembled. Isn't in charge?
0: Um, there's a, there's a guardhouse if you just wanted to address them en masse. And yeah, Colonel Faybrook is not in charge. He is a retired colonel, but he does still hold a lot of sway and influence over the guards. Like, if he were to step back into active service, people would follow him. He's a respected soldier. That's why he was suggesting. Because if you can get somebody
2: trustworthy on your side. That's potential, biggest potential enemy. I say <laughs> you put someone else in charge and I go kill him.
0: <laughs> I love this group so much. I love you guys.
1: If you... hate hates this group of people. Um... <laughs> Well if he's our biggest potential enemy, wouldn't we be better served by getting him on our side than killing him? If he's trusted and respected by the guard and we just like murder the shit out of him. Do
2: we get an evening action also, like at yeah. night? Okay, there's, yeah. Go ahead Sorry, and see there's what you can
0: do. There's during the day and there's during the evening. There's two rounds. Do we
2: get a night run? Okay.
0: No. 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 By the time night comes, it'll be very difficult to get any of these people into like Well,
2: I'm not intending to get them.
0: A one on one meeting? But if you want to let any of these slide and go murder somebody no, under I'm the cover of Dark... I of
2: letting Arnis try to talk to him, and if he proves to be someone who we can't work with, killing him in his sleep. That would, that would be an avenue we can explore,
0: should they need arise.
2: rise. Essentially, Arnis, I'm your blade. Tell me what you want me to do, because I'm useless in this situation. I haven't picked a negative one to my charisma rules.
1: Okay, so what I'm hearing from you is you're not taking any of these
2: meetings. I said I will do what you want me to do. <laughs> Delicious. I also have a connection of someone, you know, I do have a guild master in town who may be able to fill a hole somewhere.
1: Well, are you, then, are you willing to go talk to them and see yep. how they can help? I'm...
2: I'm not trying to not help, I just don't see how I possibly can help. I'm a chisel. I have a very specific job. Outside of that, I don't know what else I can You can try and use me as a paintbrush, but the canvas is going to end up ruined.
3: Kind of similarly useless, except for yeah, my.
2: You have your father's connection, mm. and you have your connection. Yeah, to yeah. The religious. Yeah, side. so like you I'm going
1: to send you to talk to your dad, and then I don't want to send you to talk to your religious you order, talk to the Templar. Huh? I yeah, I'm going to have you talk to this woman, but I figure. Like, well, why don't you I bring them
2: both to. together? Have the leader of your order meet with you and this woman, so that he could further give you support in saying that yes, you are a religious man and you have religious intentions. Mm. That's true like
0: religious back Do you want to bring, like, the head monk or somebody from your monastery with you to go speak to Templar, Aveline? You yeah. can. All right.
1: All right. The first thing I'm going to do is do a guard meeting.
0: Okay. Who's in attendance? Are you bringing somebody?
1: I'm bringing Cashmerell.
0: Okay. Caj Cash does not go anywhere out of his plate armor or without his big-ass hammer.
1: That's fine. Shotgun hammer.
0: It's got a little magic.
1: More than a little.
0: Okay, Arnest, where are we off to? Who do I gotta smash?
1: Oh, you're not actually smashing anybody at this meeting. But we're gonna put you in with the guards of the city. We have to get you in with them.
0: In with the guards? I thought we were just gonna run it ourselves. Well, Why do we need them?
1: Well, because your small force is not enough to patrol the entire city. So you're gonna need some extra people. And since we already have them... It's better to use them and not have them working against us.
3: know well,
0: if you can convince them to do what I say. I could, but it gets a little messy.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm here.
0: Okay, and you're off? Yeah. Right. And the Ordone's would have given you an address to find the retired Colonel Faybrook. He lives in a small stone house on the east side of the city. A pleasant garden out front. Smoke coming from the chimney here in the early morning. It's quiet.
1: I guess I knock on the door Or something, like ring a doorbell, I don't know
0: There is a small chime Next to his door, which you can ring Gives off a couple different tones And you hear an older voice Coming from inside And an older gentleman, short cropped hair Mostly grey, a little bit of black in it He still looks pretty fit But this morning he's wearing simple house clothes Oh, good morning And he Leans down, peers up at Cash I don't want any trouble. I don't think you do either.
1: Oh, so Colonel. What's this about? Uh, I apologize. We're not here to cause you any trouble. Um, I need to speak with you.
0: Okay. Your friend, too?
1: Um, yes. So it might be better if we talked on the porch. Go
0: yeah, I don't have any chairs big enough for you, buddy. T? He looks at both of you. Uh, sure. Alright. Give me a minute. No problem. hand's he back inside. A few minutes later, he comes out with... Four glasses of tea. One for each of Cashmerell's heads.
1: Oh, I forgot he has two heads. I keep forgetting he has two heads. I He's got two one.
0: heads. Uh, one for you and one for himself. One head for you and one for himself? <laughs> I mean, if you're all gonna start making out, then yes. But no. Awkward. Colonel Faybrook brings out four glasses of tea. It's a nice dark black tea. Not sweet. a little bit of cinnamon for spice. Cash rests his hammer up on the side of the dude's house. A cup of tea in each hand. He starts drinking it. Both heads. He's still a big, intimidating guy. He's not worried about having his hammer just on the side of him. Alright, what can I do for you folks?
1: Well, you may have heard about the uh, recent uh, uh, shakeup in leadership in town, and we're looking for your help and advice.
0: I'd call it more than a shake up as he looks at your loop bar.
1: Something like that.
0: Advice Yeah, I could give you advice. You might wanna might wanna pull up a stump. Okay. He sits down on the edge of a short little stone wall, but there's a couple old tree stumps out front you can sit down on. Okay. Alright. My advice to you throw down your weapons, go turn yourselves in. Ask for leniency.
1: <laughs> You've gotta be joking.
0: Mm, No. Fort Barber is not far away. They'll be able to muster up forces soon enough. King doesn't take kindly to losing family members.
1: No, I would imagine not. And that's to be expected. But, you'll forgive me, Colonel, but that's sort of the point. Is that the king and members of his family have rather an iron grip on this continent. And it's not exactly fair.
0: I I mean, what do you want me to say? Welcome to a monarchy. Did you not want my advice about what you should do now? Well... That's what I was trying to give.
1: No, and I understand that, and I do appreciate it. You'll also understand when I say that that's not really an option. So Then I don't
0: know what you're talking to me for.
1: I'm talking to you because we... We still need the city to run in a semi-decent manner, as the bookkeeper said, until the army comes up and slaughters us all.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think that'll um, happen.
1: Their words, not mine, obviously. Which means that we need help from the guards. Or rather, we need the guards to keep doing their job and maintaining order. hmm But in the whole city, not just the east half.
0: Well, last I heard... Uh... A bunch of guards lost their lives last night.
1: Yeah, a bunch of our people, too.
0: A bunch of those boys probably looking to leave. How do you intend on keeping them?
1: Well, that's the question. That's the question of the hour. If I had an idea of the best way to keep them here, I don't think I'd be sitting here talking to you, Colonel.
0: Well, the Ordone suggested getting the Colonel's support and stepping back in to basically yeah. keep the guards all present and doing their job. But if you've got some other idea, you're free to float it by. it.
1: Well... Well, I have somebody that I want to bring in to essentially run and wrangle the guard, but we need mm-hmm. to kind of know the best way to go about it. Because, I mean, as you can see by my tall friend here, we could just intimidate them, but that's no guarantee of kind of long-term service, and I'd rather come up with a more stable solution than that if mm-hmm. there is one.
0: Well, you you need somebody that the soldiers trust and not just fear. Yeah. Which, uh, guessing your big friend here could make quite a few people afraid. Yeah. Which So, you're here to talk to me because why, again?
1: Because you are somebody that the soldiers trust.
0: Oh, you want me to work for you? That's
1: sort of the idea.
0: Sort of. Tell me what the idea is.
1: Or at least, if not come back to work, at least help us get started doesn't necessarily have to be permanent if you don't want it to be. I'm
0: gonna tell you right now, if I come back and take the guards under my wing, we're still gonna be supporting the Crown. We'll keep people safe, but it doesn't mean we're gonna follow any new laws you guys pass.
1: Well, I mean, we're not necessarily looking to pass a whole lot of new laws. Depending on where things go, there may be a couple old ones that get thrown out the window. But, pretty much at this point, we want to keep the city running. If slash when the soldiers arrive, if you are working with the guard, my understanding from you at this point is you would then join the soldiers and take us down.
0: Um, yeah. Pretty sure that's how that would go down.
1: Is there anything I could say or do that would convince you otherwise? You can be honest, it's fine. If there's
0: not. Mm, Roll persuasion. I want to see if he wants to be honest with you first. Or sorry. I want to see if he wants to be open with you first.
1: It's an 11.
0: Hmm. Sure. Sure. You tell me you go back to the capital, bring back uh, someone to take the Count's place. Keep things running.
1: But, somebody from the royal family, right? Not...
0: I imagine that's who the king would send yes. Just any... Right. ...Joshmo,
1: or a fairly elected leader, or anything
0: like that. As appointed by the king, yes.
1: Well, Colonel, that's not a decision that I can make on my own, so I will have to talk to my cohort, and thank you for your time. <laughs> like, I, I, have, I have nothing more I can do with this guy. I have to just, like, walk away, because there's, like, I can't bring him in, because all he's gonna do is be like, hey dudes, once the, once the other soldiers show up, we're gonna just turn on these bitches and kill them. Like, that's pretty much what's gonna happen. Unless I promise something that I know for a fact we're not gonna do.
0: Okay. I'm not gonna tell you what to do here. If no. that's the plan, that's the plan.
1: Anybody else? Suggestions? Thoughts? Ideas? Nobody?
0: I'm not
2: there. Taz is there. You no, don't need
1: I know you're not there. You're talking about as players to another <laughs> player. Any help you wanna offer? No? Nothing? Just me?
2: Uh, well, I mean, doesn't seem like he's the type of guy. He became a commander in the royal army. He's not going to serve us. He's still loyal to the crown. And his one suggestion to you was completely go and undo what you did by going to the capital and getting a new royal blood leader. This is not... As far as I understand your goal with this revolution...
1: My goal? Yeah, you we all had
2: it. individual motivations, okay? <laughs> your motivation was to give the town to the people. How does this guy help that motivation? Does not Exactly. Do you even want to continue talking to him, knowing that he fully really supports the crown? I basically. I mean, you already and, walked away. But yeah. I already walked away, but I think
0: you're done with it. I mean, you've got a moment here where you can turn back around and be like, "Actually,
1: <laughs> I don't another have another like, I don't have any other or better ideas." So, I mean, that's why I was kind of like, "Um, have anybody had suggestions?" And as we're walking away, I'm just going to kind of look at Casimir and say, "Well, buddy, it's like intimidation. It is."
0: <laughs> Wait, do you mean now or later?
1: No, oh, not not for this guy. I mean, just as far as working with the guards, oh, oh. like keeping them around. Like, looks like uh, intimidation is the way we're going, as opposed to trust. I am certain you will have that more than well in hand.
0: All right, I don't feel so bad about taking those teacups with me then.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he like slides both of them under his cloak. Colonel Favor just sits there on his porch, watches you all leave as he. Sips his now cold tea. Who's next?
2: My first stop would be Drian. I was put in charge of which two areas of this?
1: I haven't put you in charge of any two areas because you were kind of like... Rah, 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 rah. Tell me
2: which two you want me to handle and I won't
1: handle
3: them. I'm obviously dealing the people and the other people. Yeah,
1: the nobles and the clarity.
3: Yeah. That's you. Just
1: because you have connections in those areas. Yeah. I have connections with like the school <coughs> aspect of things. So, if you think you can handle the merchants and the public works.
2: That's what I figured. <laughs> then my first step is Jorian.
0: Uh, you meet Jorian at his hideout. It's still early in the morning. Lorraine is asleep, cuffed to the bed. Jorian's not letting her go. He's already awake, working on correspondence back to the Daimon headquarters to let them know about the success of last night.
2: Good, Good morning. I, s- I assume you've heard about the events of last night. I mean, I was there, so yeah. So we're currently working on how best to keep the city running as we start to put in a new form of government. Yeah. Um, I was curious if you could help me—that uh, you could help me make sure that the public works and the merchants continue to move forward with their day-to-day tasks, and ideally support the new uh, new order. If you could support even just one of those, that would be very helpful.
0: I could probably get to one of those today, but the big question, of course, would be who are we telling them's in charge?
2: That's an answer I don't have right
0: now. That's a question that's going to come up real fast. Is it the three of you? Uh, You're the one who no, took no, out Count of balance.
2: What is our intended
0: future for this government? Let's take a step back here for a second. This is probably something the three of you could have talked about this morning as you were deciding uh, yeah. who's going where.
1: I suppose for the moment as the, like, Head of this thing, I have to be in charge.
3: Probably. And I don't exactly step want two it. Two of it would be. I don't install a dictator who will rule with an iron fist. Isn't that, is that oh, exactly yeah, We have an dictator. So the
2: answer is part one of the answer is Arnis, but what's part two of the answer? A fairly elected leader. Oh, Vale would push back. But why do we need to elect one leader in such a small town? Isn't that part of the problem that got us here? Was there was one person in charge of the town who didn't have everybody's best interests at in heart?
1: So what are you suggesting?
2: Like a council? Or, you know, a senate?
1: That's not a bad idea. I mean, because you're always going to have, like, one candidate from one half of the town, right? And one candidate from the other half of the town. And whoever gets the most people from their half of the town to vote for them is going to win, right? Like, that's so you, how it's going to work?
2: split the, you know, you split the town up into districts... <laughs> or some sort of other way to split it up, or you give, you know, each side a say and then each side's merchant guild a say and then the religious people a say, you have to figure out a way to if you truly want to build a free and equal society in this town, how do you intend to do that?
3: And then Vale invents gerrymandering.
0: <laughs> Shoot, as soon as you tell me that there's going to be a council or a senate, gerrymandering is going to happen. (laughs) Maybe not for the first one,
2: but right after that...
1: People are going to figure out how to redraw lines.
2: Gerrymandering, voter suppression, it's all happening. Well, you don't worry about lines and you do something like, you know, the leaders of each merchant group on each side, a representative of the residents of each side, a representative of the guard, a representative of the religious majority, and a representative of the educated, like...
0: We don't have to get into all of the specifics right now, but if you want to say it's going to be a council
1: Yeah, some sort of council Or a
0: council. senate, or if it's going to be a person
3: But I think a council would be easier to yeah. get up and running We could give them the idea to move towards democracy, but Um,
2: so okay. I, I tell Uh Currently, Arnus is leading the town until we can put into play a rightfully elected group of community leaders Hmm
0: Okay. Now can I use whatever means at my disposal to convince, uh, this group? Sorry. This group that you want me to go talk to?
2: Yes. All I'm gonna tell him is that we just need, ideally we'd like all of them to stay and continue to do their jobs. How that is achieved, as long as it's not too bloody or too public, I have no problem with
0: Okay, I mean, I don't do things too publicly, even if it does get bloody,
2: usually kept under wraps. Who should I see? I feel like you're gonna have more luck with the merchants than I am, so why don't you go deal with the merchants? Okay. Are you gonna tell him to go see Lord
0: Sifuentes himself, or are you gonna give him a different merchant contact?
2: Nah, no, I'll give him Lord Fuentes.
3: Okay.
0: You don't want to tell him to go see Darwin's dad? Mm. <laughs> That's probably for the best. I can pay him a little visit later this afternoon. Uh, breakfast? Sure, yeah, that sounds great. Sure. You have a, a small breakfast of fruit and bread, of which Lorraine gets very little. <laughs> Drian is still feeding her. <laughs> nice. He's not a monster. He's just following the rules.
2: Over the course of breakfast, I wouldn't try to. I'm not going to try and figure out exactly where I stand in the guild, but I'd like. I kind of make it clear to him that once this is all settled, there will be a conversation of about my standing in the guild at this point. <laughs> but there are bigger things to deal with because I have to survive. Not yeah, that I'm worried about my own survival. No,
0: understood, understood. You
2: certainly helped us a lot with this mission. The
0: guild's going to get quite a bit of work and recognition and uh, respect once this is all blown over. That is good. Anything else you'd like to do with dry this yeah. morning?
2: Uh, no. I okay. think I'm, I'm good.
0: We're going to settle him later, because he's not going off to go speak with Lord Sifuentes just yet. Yeah, not as much. Alright, Darwin. Who are you seeing in the morning? My dad, I guess. All right. Go over to your dad's place. It's... It's home. It's comfy. You let yourself right in. Frederick Sweet. is there. He'll take your coat. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Frederick. Your father is, of course, having breakfast. Okay. I go to my dad. Yeah. You know where the dining room is. Yeah. You head on over. Good morning, son. Good morning, dad. So, last night, huh? Yeah. I'm a little worried, not gonna lie, Count had all of our contracts, as you know, so... Now my friend Arnas has all of your contracts. And Arnus intends to honor them all, keep paying them all.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. Have your word on that? I mean, I haven't fleshed out details with him, but he knew ahead of time that I talked to him specifically about this.
0: Well, that's good, that's good. I'd hate to have to sell anything or, heaven forbid, move over to the west side. I mean, I'd rather move in with your your mother's parents. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, don't do that. You're good. Okay. So, sorry, what brings you here?
3: Well, I've been tasked with talking to the merchants. Sorry, not the merchants, the nobles, to help ensure that business runs as usual in this time until... Till the Kingsguard show up and murder us all. At which point, business will continue running normal. Well, if my contracts are still being honored, then definitely still a noble. How can I help you out here? Talk to the other nobles, if you can. Okay, and? Make sure they know that nothing is changing. Kurami is still going to be a top notch place to do business. Our little coup doesn't change anything. If it's long-lasting, we hope to bring about a new, more democratic form of government. Okay, but which... oh, let me slow you down. Son. <laughs> right. That's
0: a lot of information right there. Here's what I need to know. Even if
3: I fail, will I still get paid? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Unless something bad happens, but yeah. Hey,
0: are you at all worried that this is going to look a little bit like you know, favoritism, nepotism?
3: Well, yeah, a little. I mean, hey, my son just overthrew the count, and I'm getting paid. But, I mean, the contracts predate us overthrowing. We're just honoring old contracts. Yes. This this yes. Isn't, it's not like I'm awarding you new business. I'm just worried about perception, that's all. How it will be viewed by the rest of the nobility. Do you want me to not honor the contracts? Oh. No, 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 no. It's not that, son. It's not that. It's just general worries... Makes me a little anxious. The other nobilities all have existing contracts, which are also being honored.
0: And those will all still be on. Like, everything. Well, well I can mean, ensure I can assure them that their titles of nobility will stand intact. The
3: titles, in, yeah. Here
0: in the city. For sure. They don't all have contracts with the crown or the
3: count. Contracts might be case by case, because, <laughs> you know, I don't know what the budget's going to work out. It looks like we're going to be a little crunched. But, title-wise, yes, Absolutely.
0: roll of persuasion. You need to convince your dad here that this is a good idea. Fourteen. All right, son. I can talk to
3: him. Thank you. I'm glad that I'm still at least getting paid. Yeah. If they don't, more for me, right? Sorry. More for us. Exactly. And the way I see it, either way, this is still going to be a great place. Even if our little coup fails and we're all, you know, boiled alive, then the crown will come in and everything goes back to normal. So either way, this is still going to be a great place to do business. That's the message. Okay. All right, anything else you'd like to do with your dad? No.
0: In which case, you, you need to stay here for the morning, have a wonderful breakfast, change of clothes, fresh hot bath, Frederick will see you to your every need, and your dad will send you away with a small allowance for the day. Nice.
3: <laughs> the allowance.
0: You're still his boy. Nice. Hmm. There's still more up in the air at this point than I thought there would be. <laughs> it turns out, installing a new government is hard. It's only because you guys are still being so nice to the old government. Ah. Uh, Hi. Right. Is RNS ready for more?
1: Maybe.
0: All right, RNS. So, you've already spoken with Colonel Fabrook. Darwin went to go speak to his dad, and Vale went to go speak with Jerian to try to convince people in other ways. Who are you focused on?
1: i want to go talk to somebody at the Bard College. Okay. Whoever the, like, highest up person at the Bard College is that I know.
0: So you don't want to speak with you, Boa?
1: Well, I mean, I do, but... Well, maybe I'll just go talk to them. I feel like having backup the last time didn't do me any good,
0: so... Mm. Maybe I'll just go. you got to use your backup next time.
1: I guess that's true. I feel like Intimidation wouldn't have been a good tactic with him.
0: Mm. To say. So do you want to stop at the Bard College first or do you want to just st- speak to someone there or do you want to speak with you Bella Bay directly?
1: Um, I want to stop at the Bard College first and take <laughs> somebody with me who might actually know this person.
0: All right. Tell me about this person. Who are you getting from the Bard College? It's either a woman. I don't know. Tell me what their, their role is or
1: they teach like the what would be the equivalent of like the senior level courses. Right. So they teach like the really high level Bards They teach like a couple of classes and then they sort of
0: help run the school. What are their classes like? What do they focus on? Is it a particular method of bardic magic or is it particular subject matter?
1: That's a good question.
0: You could have a senior teacher who just teaches the piano, or you could have somebody who's all about uh, proper dress for proper occasion or how to, um, uh, what do you call it? I don't want to say seduce. But how to like
1: win how to charm people
0: <laughs> how to charm patrons who are being less than friendly? okay, there's lots of different things bards do.
1: so so that's what they teach. They teach like the nuances of bartery that aren't like kind of basic playing and spell casting, so they teach you the like what I would call the next level stuff, right, which is how to know how to dress and. Kind of how to converse and talk with people to kind of influence them, sure and stuff. So it's that last like cherry on top of the Bard Sunday.
0: All right. So every time you see this instructor, they are impeccably dressed for the occasion, not a hair out of place. Do they have hair? Yeah. Okay. Great posture. Excellent smile. Winning smile. What is their name? No. know,
1: but I feel like it's a woman. Ah. I don't know why.
0: Let's see... Let me know if you like this name here. Oh, well, get a last name for them. Because they definitely introduce themselves always as first name, last name. Because that's the proper way to do it. Unless they know they're in, like, low company. Alright. Quintanaya Abilene. That's fantastic. Wonderful. Lovely. Could we call her Abby for short? I wouldn't. <laughs> uh, how about Kint? You know, maybe in the Bard's Rest, that'd fly. It's a little bit more appropriate there. Not so much at the Bard's College. Uh... So Arnus goes to see Kintania Abilene. The master of Bardic nuance. What is their Bardic art? Mm.
1: They're a singer and storyteller. Nice. So.
0: I was leaning towards singer in my head, but I'm like, nope, 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 let Arnus define it. Cause this is a person who can walk into the room unencumbered and still command attention and respect.
1: Yep.
0: Excellent. She's enjoying a piping hot cup of coffee and a scone this morning. Oh, wait, sorry. This afternoon.
1: It is afternoon.
0: It's afternoon. She's enjoying a piping hot cup of coffee and a cigarette this afternoon.
1: Oh, well now. Good afternoon, Mr. Sabeline.
0: Welcome, Mr. Gray. It's been some time.
1: It certainly has. I am on a bit of a schedule, so if you'll pardon my franklin... Frankness, I am going to jump straight to the point. Excellent. Do so. As you may know, I am party to recent events that took place in town, and I am looking to set up a meeting with Uboa Bay to kind of discuss the state of schools and how we can keep them running.
0: Ah, Uboa. yes, we go way back. I had a feeling.
1: I am wondering if you would be willing to accompany me to that meeting as a means of introduction since I don't know him personally.
0: When would this be?
1: Uh, now? As soon as possible?
0: (sighs) Hmm. A little impertinent, but I'll allow it.
1: I apologize. I only found out of the need for this meeting this morning.
0: (laughs) Just a moment and she takes several long drags off of her cigarette and finishes her coffee. Uh, eventually extinguishing her smoke. Uh, what does she have nearby? There's a small planter there with a succulent of some kind. She just puts it out. Ah, very well. We can go see Euboa. Now? Yes? Yes, please. <laughs> In which case, you and Mistress Aveline head back to the east side of the city. There's a small private school, which Euboa Bay runs. They're the headmaster of this school, very select group of students, this is all like children of East Side residence. They all pay very well to attend here. Their children learn among other things, you know, math and reading, of course, but light magic if they have the aptitude for it. Mistress Abilene will escort you through this campus to a rather nice office, with a little placard on it that says Uboa Bay. Well, here we are. I believe this is your meeting, so go right ahead. She motions to the door. I knock. Just a moment, please. <laughs>
3: What's going
0: on? Hold music. <laughs> you get music from waiting at the door. <laughs> and a small, very round faced woman opens the door. Yes, may I help you folks today?
1: We are here to see Man, right?
0: <laughs> it's a female.
1: We're here to see Miss Bay.
0: Well you found her. Come right on in. Referring to herself. Of right, course. Of course. She sets a small little music box on the edge of her desk as she walks back to her seat. What can I do for you this morning? Oh deny I didn't recognise you at first. I do apologize. Please come in, have a seat. Anything I could offer you to
1: I'm fine. Thank you.
0: Kintanaya also refuses any drink or refreshment. And what brings you to my school this morning?
1: Well, basically, to jump right to the point, since I'm sure you're a busy woman... Indeed. Um, I need to make sure that the schools and kind of magical establishments in town keep running as normal.
0: Well, you should know that after yesterday, a lot of the children are quite scared. They're worried about leaving their homes. And if they don't go to school, there's nothing I can do about that.
1: That is true. And we're working on making sure the streets are safe as well. But the more normalcy we can provide them as far as the school staying open and them being able to come here, the better it's going to be, I think, for everybody. Their families as well as the kids.
0: I see. How do I know that the streets will be safe for these children? I want them here and paying their tuition as much as the next person, but I have no way of actually believing that they'll be safe. Dozens of guards were killed last night. The Count himself was killed last night.
1: I'm sorry. I'm off my game today. Like, like, really, as far as like knowing what to say to people. Um, it's
0: all right. You're just a bard. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah, right?
0: Uh, Kent and I I'm will really look at you... Game. To see how you're doing and how you're processing. Kind of raise an eyebrow just to ask it, like... She raises an eyebrow as if... Asking if you need assistance or reassurance.
1: Both? I give her a slight, like, Mm -hmm. help me nod.
0: (laughs) In which case she will intervene. Oh, well, you boa, you should know that the bard in charge of this entire bard's rebellion is a former pupil of... Well, not mine directly, but of the schools. And he assures me, as she looks at you, that the bloodshed is over. Isn't that correct, Mr. Gray?
1: That is correct.
0: And how the schools are, of course, the top concern, the top priority of the city, and that as much, if not more, funding will be going into the schools.
1: We want to keep them functioning this in top theory. condition. Not to sound like a cliche, but our children are our future.
0: All right, Arnis, are you being truthful with this woman?
1: I am. Okay. I am. I want the schools to keep running. I had a good experience in the school in town that I went to. Like, I'm. I'm not an asshole. I would like for more West Side kids to be able to go to East Side schools, but that's a discussion for another day. Not today. <laughs> <laughs> I want more opportunities for lower income children.
3: But I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, close the opportunity gap. I basically lucked
1: my way into Bard College. Let's be really honest. Um, so yes, I am being truthful with her.
3: Okay.
1: And schools are a
0: priority of mine. In which case you bow will turn to you Being an educated person <laughs> Well, Mr. Gray I take it then you're speaking on behalf of this so-called rebellion Yes Very good And you can assure me that my school will remain untouched Yes Wonderful The same go for the rest of the schools in the city Yes okay. I do believe I could Speak with the other establishments mm. There is one thing, though you know, we've been looking to expand our building here. Some extra funds would go a long way. Do you think maybe we could get a small increase? Say
1: 25% over what you have right now. Yes. Is that a permanent increase that you're looking for?
0: Well, I just assume as long as you're in charge.
1: She's talking about the one school. Yeah, this right? school this specifically. This is like specifically. I will tell you Bay that uh, that a 25% increase in the budget of a single educational establishment maybe stretching it a bit far as far as all the other educational establishments in the city go. it would take some serious convincing of the other places where people go to school here as to why this school in particular, and I you know I don't mean to be rude if I am, but why this school in particular, deserve so much more money, and they're not getting any more money.
0: Well, I don't think it's any secret that this school's the best school in the city. (laughs) So if we had more money and could take in more students, expand our grounds, we could be the best for more. And if some of the lesser schools get a little less money, that's okay. They weren't doing a good job anyways.
1: Well, but wouldn't they be doing a better job if we spread some of that money around? Instead of funneling it all into one place. Unless you want to expand so much that every pupil in the city can go here.
0: (laughs) Oh, she chuckles. No, 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 young man. No, I don't intend on expanding that much. Besides, I don't think most of the residents in the city, particularly on the other side of the stone pass, could afford this school.
1: Well, I think that's a discussion for another day. But again, I... I will say that I think that a 25% increase at this point with where the city's at is I would be willing to wager more than the city's budget can handle. Now, I'm not saying no to any increase. Mm. That's not what I'm saying. But I'm just saying that I don't like the idea of cutting funding from other schools to fund this one school. So let me see if I can come up with a compromise here. Would you agree to, because I'm fairly certain that I can agree to a small increase for sure, and maybe a bigger increase if I can find the money somewhere, which I'm not sure where that money would be or where it would come from, right? Because I'm assuming you don't want it to come from someplace like, oh, I don't know, public works. You still want your garbage collected, right? You don't want me to cut Garbage Men funding?
0: As long as my garbage still gets picked up. I don't mind if other people's doesn't.
1: It, it would be everybody's garbage that wouldn't be getting collected at that point, right? It's not, like... Alright,
0: alright, I think I see where this is going. You've got Kentania here. How do you want to use her? How do you want her to assist you? Because you're about to start running in circles with you, Boa. Uh,
1: yeah, I am. I know that. So I feel like the best way to use her is to talk about equity, but I don't think Yuboa cares about that, so that's kind of a useless tactic at this point. She doesn't care about other students. She only cares about her students.
0: Could I help you out with uh, persuasion or something?
1: Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, persuading Uboa that, like, a small increase is fine.
0: <laughs> okay. or
1: Or that, like or that right now is not the time to expand. That is actually better. <laughs> right now in the middle of turmoil is not the time to think about building new buildings. Okay. Maybe focus on just getting the kids to school.
0: <laughs> so, let's see. Kent and I will say, well, you know, you both. with all this madness going on, if you were to expand, there's no guarantee that even these, that these children are even going to stick around. They might run off. How about we worry about shoring up the schools that we have now and then if everybody stays and you need more room, we can expand. Which will at least get Yuboa listening. Still needs you to convince her, though. Okay. Let's roll some
3: persuasion. That's about right.
1: Oh my god.
3: Uh, what you got? I'm really
0: off my game today,
3: guys. That's That wasn't you.
0: That was the day. Yuboa will stand up. Walk over to Kent and I and give her a hug, for old times' sake. Well, Kim, it was wonderful to see you again, but I'm not so sure about your friend here. He's talking an awful lot and not giving us anything but the status quo. And if we wanted the status quo, then there was no reason for the count to be uh, removed. So if he's just offering up more of the same... Well, I don't know if I can rightly trust him. A few folks will excuse me. She motions to the door. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at VanessaBlockland.com. Blockland spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reckonos. You can find more of his music at dibber.mo or at soundcloud.com slash dibbermusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Website designed by Patrick Dunkerley over at dunkdesigns.com. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrenpodcast.com. This week's chapter is made possible thanks to our wonderful cast and crew, all of you amazing listeners, and our special friends who would like to say hello.
4: I'm Tony, the Dungeon Master of D&D Raw, an actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast where the players look for clues and hunt for a secret foe that makes devious plots within the city of Orenthal. Join the party as they attempt to uncover the machinations of a powerful and sinister organization from accomplishing whatever their goals may be. All the while, they must face the ghosts and ghouls of their past. Follow us every other week as we mostly follow the rules as written, and the majority of the party uses the raw elements of Unearthed Arcana material. We have Tor, a Dwarven Inquisitive Rogue, Saria, our Order of the Immortal Mystic, Kalima, the Cleric Domain of the Grave, Sildan, the Way of the Kensei Monk, and to bring us back into familiar territory, Daryl, the Evocation Wizard. You can find our podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and on our website at dndraw.com. So come and join our detectives as they search the streets, and I hope to see you in Orenthal.